Welcome to episode 5 of our Physio Exam podcast. In today's episode, we talk about working while studying for either the theory or practical components of the PCE. So I'll start off with my experience. When I was starting to study for the theory exam, I had just moved to Vancouver in Canada. Um, So I was still getting used to the environment. I was settling into a new place, a new country. So I wasn't quite ready to get started and and work. Um, So I mainly focused on studying when I arrived in April and I studied for about eight to ten weeks before my theory exam and I was studying every day for at least three hours per day so I think working full-time and juggling study at the same time would have been really difficult for me um, particularly because I was getting used to a new country Um, I was trying to make friends meet new people so for me that was my priority Um, my priority was getting used to a new place um, meeting new people, um, settling in, and then really buckling down and trying to pass that first exam. So I was in the mindset that if I passed my theory exam, then I would look into finding some work on an interim license. And that's what I did. So I passed my theory exam on my first attempt, and then I applied for a number of jobs online. I applied for uh, private practice, hospital, mobile physio. I just looked at absolutely anything I was just keen to get some experience in in any part of the the physio world in Vancouver. Um, So I was lucky enough to secure a position in a private practice. I'd never worked in private practice before, um, so I I was excited to try something new. And I thought that starting in private practice, it might help with my practical exam. Um, And that way I could practice all those MSK tips and tricks on patients, um, as well as taking subjective histories for MSK patients, because that's something that I um, definitely found difficult and I hadn't practiced at all in Sydney. Because in Sydney, I I mainly worked in a hospital acute setting. So I was very comfortable um, when it came to CP, neuro, all of that sort of stuff for the prac exam, but I was very uncertain and very nervous and I was really shy when I was practicing um, the MSK components. I felt really awkward, um, really uncertain of myself. So by working in an MSK setting, I found that particularly helpful for the exam. I So I started working full time and then I realized I found it really, really hard to, um, what's the right word, to to manage both studying um, for this crazy big exam and then working full-time. So I spoke to my boss and I I said, oh, I'd like to drop down to part-time. And luckily my boss was really lovely and very supportive. So I was lucky to do that. I was working, I think I was working three days a week and then every other day I would study with Colin and then another friend of ours, actually two friends of ours. And we would just practice, practice, practice. So I definitely do not recommend working full-time and studying full-time at the same time. I was able to manage a part-time caseload in a private practice setting while studying for the practical, Um, but particularly for the theory, I don't think I would have managed studying and working just because there's so much to learn and so much to cover. I rather feel comfortable um, with content and comfortable going into an exam than having to to be stressed about work as well. 
Um, yeah, so that that was my experience. Colin, do you want to share a bit about about your experience and your thoughts on on working and studying? So I think for me, I have two different thoughts. Uh, whether you're writing your written exam or if you're writing uh, the practical component of the exam. So for me, I wrote my written exam in May and I was still in Australia uh, leading up to it. So I was studying in Australia. I was still working full time. Um, and to me, the written wasn't, uh, th there wasn't that much pressure for the written to me. I felt like the practical component was a little bit more difficult. Um, just having been in um, private practice and working for a little bit. So for me, when I came back to Vancouver, I was fortunate enough to have already worked a couple of years, so I had um, a little bit of savings. So I, I wasn't really in a like a position where I needed to work. And to me, I always wanted to kind of just uh, pass a written exam first before kind of looking for any job um, for interim license. So for me, I think that like you have to be self-aware and depends on your situation. Because if you financially need to work. Um, I think that, that then you got to do what you got to do. But I think if you have a little bit of a leeway, I think it's worth it to sort of slow down and really focus on studying for the exam. Because the last thing you really want to do is if you fail this exam, think about the financial loss, the opportunity costs um, of that, of working and you having to rewrite the exam, the costs of that and the emotional stress and, and that sort of stuff. Um, so for me personally, I, I found that the written exam was probably a little bit easier than the practical exam. I think if you're studying for the practical exam, um, I think it is just, just seeing some of my friends and, and some of the experiences um, I heard of. Um, for the practical exam, a lot of people were still working full time at that point and I personally don't think that that's a good idea. Um, having been worked in private practice there was sort of a like a way that i treat clinically and that's not what they would want in the exam it sounds crazy but it's so standardized with these exams and some of the things that we do in the clinical world um, does not translate to uh, the exam it's not what they would want you kind of have to be like a little bit of a robot uh, in the practical exam and to me I actually think that that's a little bit of a detriment um, but I get it I, I think that you should be working somewhat just to keep your your your, your um, sanity because I think that if you're all you're doing is just practicing and studying you might go crazy so I think the good way to go is working part-time but you always have to be self-aware if you feel like you're stressed at work and you can't um, deal with studying and working at the same time I think you have to at that point make a judgment and maybe cut off work um, I know that there was um, like my, my friend who was still working full time. Um, he was kind of worried about asking his boss whether or not he can cut down on time. And I think that um, everyone, including your boss, like they, they, everyone would want you to pass. And if you feel like you're stressed, I think they're more than welcome to, to kind of accommodate and cut down your working hours because the last thing they would want is to find someone else to replace you if you fail the exam. So in my experience, I think that working part-time would be a good idea. 
um, just because of all the the financial loss that you could incur if you do fail this exam. And the other thing I see it is. Um, if you fail the exam, you're going to regret and you're going to think back and you're going to be like, why did I not cut down on my work hours? Um, I'm just, just kind of stressing out. You're kind of um, faulting yourself with that. And that just adds more anxiety, adds more stress. So I think if you kind of gave yourself the best chance and you failed, I think you would feel a lot better and you'll go into the second exam um, a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, I think ultimately you just have to make the exam your number one priority. Um, by making it your number one priority, you're focused, you're in the right mindset, um, particularly because you want to pass the exams on your first attempt, like Colin mentioned. These are really expensive exams. I remember I had to pay for um, the college to check out my Australian degree. They had to approve um, for me to sit the exam first. So that was expensive. Then you have to pay for the theory exam, the prac exam. I had to go and sit my practical exam in Toronto. So flights were expensive. Accommodation was expensive. So I think it's really important to take the time by working part-time to really focus on studying. And that way you won't fail the exam. You won't have to pay all of these expenses all over again. Right? Right, Colin? Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah, so let's pass on our first attempt so we don't have to pay all this extra money, pretty much. Um, I also wanted to mention that, so when I moved here, I was on a working visa. Um, so I was, quite, I was quite stressed because I really wanted to pass the exam so I could start working in Canada. Um, I know a lot of you international physiotherapists probably feel the same. You, you want to start working as soon as you can. Um, you feel like you're missing out. You feel like you're losing your physiotherapy skills. So it's important to understand that you don't need to rush. You don't need to start working straight away. Um, making this exam your priority is going to make the whole process so much easier. Um, Colin, do you have anything else that you'd like to add on the topic? I think one more thing we want to add is that uh, we would love it if you guys share our um, content, our podcast, and kind of just um, share all of our stuff because we put out a lot of free stuff for you guys and a lot of resources really to help you guys. Um, and that is the main reason why we're doing all this is because we've been in your situation. We understand the financial costs um, and we want to just help you guys as much as you we can. So I would say if you guys have any questions, please feel free to message us. Let us know um, like where you're at in terms of your situation. If you're not sure what to do, kind of just message us and we'll be there for you and we'll answer any questions that you have. And let us know what you'd like us to chat about on each of our podcasts. We're open to any suggestions at all. We hope you've enjoyed our podcast today and look out for next week's episode. Good luck, guys.